Well, good morning, humanity. It's uh, February 15th, 2021, and it's your favorite time of the week again, because it's Mondays with Bev and Paul. And hi, everybody. My name's Paul. Good morning. This is Bev. Yes, sirree. And we have a dear friend. Let me see if I look at him this way. There he is. Hey, John! <laughs> Peace, love, tie-dye! <laughs> oh, yeah, BioTouch! <laughs> hey, welcome, everybody, and welcome. You are going to meet one of the favorite people in the BioTouch history, and that is John Munno calling into us from Connecticut. Hey, John! Welcome, John. <laughs> Greetings, Bev and Paul. Thank you for having me on this uh, historical day of our founding fathers, uh, George Washington. I guess it's a good time. To oh, that's right. It's President's Day. That's true. Right. Thank you for being I thought you were going to talk about I thought you were going to talk about me, founding fathers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, sort of. Yeah, that's why I thought it was historic. <laughs> so... <laughs> Hey, if uh, you have anything you'd like to say to John, you can post it on here as we discuss uh, how he got involved. Here's uh, Kai over there in Illinois. She's saying good morning. And uh, we're just going to jump right in. This, this all's happened because of Kai and her uh, flashback Fridays. And so she got John to right. come on the, on the set here. And we're going to read this little thing that we have about John. BioTouch changed John's life by opening the door of self-awareness over 30 years ago, 1992. That ignited a flame and passion for self-discovery and inner growth and exploration that continues to this very day. Woohoo! You always had the words, John. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, and then we posted his whole, it. <laughs> we, we posted his whole synopsis on our Facebook line there too, so check it out. So John, right. we want to hear the story. Bev wants to hear the story. I don't even know if she's ever really heard. I do. About how? I you... don't. I want to know how. I want to know how in the world you found BioTouch. Yeah, good story. Literally. <laughs> that was a good story. It's a that good story. <clears throat> well, it was. Um, you know, I was before I went to Hawaii. I was traveling around Asia, so they had a nickname for me, which was Borneo. And that's what my my Hawaiian kahuna called me. It was Borneo. Um, and I was traveling around Asia uh, for a year on a bicycle. And, you know, we're living in this COVID time where there's a lot of isolation. And believe it or not, when you're traveling by yourself around the world, um, you do have a feeling of isolation. I ended up settling in Hawaii and starting a new life, but still felt a little uh, on the outside of things. And I had had some back issues for a long time. And a friend of mine uh, was a massage therapist and she had told me about this place called BioTouch. I think I met her in the bike shop when I was working and uh, she came in, I fixed her bike and then she said, you know, try out this BioTouch. She said, it doesn't cost anything. You can go leave a donation. They touch you on different points on the body and it's just kind of interesting. And the thing, when I was in Asia, I spent a lot of time in native tribes and villages and things like that. And I found out that uh, people would heal themselves by taking herbs. People would go to the witch doctor. And, and then I started finding that there's other ways to heal instead of just having surgery or taking pills. So I was intrigued to try this technique. Uh, I went to the center in uh, Hawaii at that time. 
And I remember meeting Paul and he, uh, I was a mess. I think I was hunched over <laughs> probably like that. And I was pretty desperate at that point in my life because I was in so much pain. I'd been dealing with this for a long time. And Paul did a session on me. And at the, that point, I didn't really feel anything. And I remember Paul said, you know, what, what's my, you know, what's going to happen? And he says, well, he says, tell you what, he says, you come twice a week for one year and, and, you know, your life will be changed. <laughs> and I said, okay. So I, I made that commitment. I came twice a week for sessions for a year. And at the end of the year, I wasn't a hundred percent better, but I looked at how much that I improved and I'm like, I'm going to give it another year. And uh, I ended up working for the foundation for 15 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you visited and stayed. <laughs> yeah. And that was the big thing you always used to say. He, I think he tricked me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, John, he, he can do that very. <laughs> the trickster. Yeah. The trickster. Yeah. He's, yep. Yep. But I'll tell you, the greatest thing that ever happened to this foundation was you stepping in those those doors, John Leno. You know, you you were the guiding light for this organization, the growth of it. Um, uh, you were our what first generation teachers after Cheryl Joyce Elementary. Yeah, yeah. First wow, that's so, crazy. And uh, and then you went on to teach other people because uh, didn't you teach Bev? <laughs> yeah, I think Lonnie. Lonnie was my 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 second uh, my first instructor. I think was Lonnie that went on to carry on on the torch, and then you know yeah, teaching was a big part of what I loved in BioTouch. So I uh, taught classes all over the United States. You know, people just think BioTouch is really small, but I taught classes in California, taught classes in uh, in New York, uh, and then even as a private instructor, taught classes in Montana, Utah, and uh, all over the country. Wow, so that's great. Wow. Uh, that part I did not know. That's exciting. Well, see, he's a very popular man. And also, he, uh, we got Paula here saying hi, John, and Jenny's saying hi to you. So uh, <laughs> we got some folks listening to you. So careful what you say here. Yeah. So so I'm just kind of curious. Do you have any like uh, special memories, anything that just pops out uh, that you'd like to share with us uh, you, on your journey with BioTouch? Um, you know, about the technique or, you know, for me, it was a different experience than a lot of people because shortly after I became a certified practitioner and instructor, Paul and Cheryl invited me to move in with them. Um, oh. and, and so, uh, yes, yeah, yeah. so I, I got the, uh, you know, the experience of uh, living with Paul and Cheryl you know, and, and at that point, uh, then uh, Jennifer came and, and Rachel, and we had a whole community that we lived in. And actually, I was part of, we had a bio house. We had a bio house in, uh, in Hawaii at the Honolulu Center. And for us, it was seven days a week that we did this. And our whole life was basically eating, sleeping, and drinking BioTouch. And <laughs> wow. BioTouch for us became a metaphor for for many things in life, you know, it became a metaphor for world peace. Mm -hmm. It became a metaphor for changing the planet. You know, it became a metaphor for us youngsters at the time we were in our twenties. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, at that point, you know, and we had all these ideas of, you know, when you are in your twenties, you know, you have all this energy and you're ready to change the world. And, and we saw BioTouch as the tool and, you know, to be able to do that. Wow, that's powerful because that's that hasn't changed at all, Paul. Um, 
John. I mean, it, you were holding that way back then, and that's what our work is still doing because uh, I wanted to ask you, um, I just wanted to say that, yes, you were my first instructor. I took the practitioner training from you in Tucson in 2005. And um, I, I must say it was your presentation that day that really stimulated me to want to go to the next step, was, which was, so I signed up at the end of that class for the uh, certification program. And uh, it, was, it was amazing. The, bio the biohouse was still going on in those days. I, I had my classrooms at the biohouse in Tucson. Uh, which is no longer, you know, um, viable anymore, but um, kind of the last of that generation to get to go to the biohouse for that training. But, you know, I've always thought, yep, John, you tricked me. So you're the next generation <laughs> of tricksters because look where I'm, what I'm doing here, okay? But, you know, I, I wanted to ask you, because um, you're speaking so amazing about what you feel BioTouch is holding in this time you know, Paul and I talk about this all the time, but you've really brought it forward. What What is your, um, you've already kind of spoken about it, but your feelings about BioTouch in this whole mix of what's happening on the planet right now? You know, do you have any, any insights or things you want to share with us about your feelings about that? You know, I, and I, I do in the sense that like right now we're in such a, like a, a partisan place in our country, especially you know, where people just can't even talk to one another and just civil communication and things like that have broken down to the point where people just want to kill each other just because you're a left or you're right or you're a Republican or a Democrat. And the thing that was always, you know, wonderful about BioTouch is, is that it allowed everybody to participate. So we had Jehovah Witnesses, we had uh, Baha'is, we had, uh, you know, shamans, uh, you know, we had a metaphysical people, new age people, Catholics, everybody come to the center. And everybody had all different, you know, political spheres. And we'd have our Pauhanas on Friday where, you know, we'd be talking around the table with all different parts of, of opinions about things from one end to the other. But when that was all said and done, there was the greeting. Mm. And when you touched that greeting, all that faded away, you know, and, and it brought people together, you know, as, as Paul always says, that, that one thing that we all share, which is we have this body and this body is, is in pain. And, and that, you know, united all of us, brought us together. And that's what BioTouch did, is it broke down all those barriers that separated us and it brought everybody together so that we can all get along despite our differences. Oh, man, that, that is so beautiful. And it's exactly, it's so amazing that this is still continuing. It's exactly the vision that we're all still holding because we know that, you know, I keep thinking that BioTouch has been hovering and building over these last 30 years because it's really, really needed at this time. It's, it's, I think it's really one of those ways by which humanity can breach and break down all those barriers between us. It's, it's such an amazing thing. And you, and you just gave uh, more uh, power to what we have been holding about the greeting. That Just that greeting opens up 
this whole breath in the body, doesn't it? And it just lets us be with each other. So that was gorgeous. Thank you very so, much, John. So for it's that. funny too, because you, uh, in the, as you were talking, Deb, you, you, you mixed Paul and John up. You started to oh. say John and Paul, Paul, but John. And that's always happened, John, ever since we've been together. People still ask me to this day in our manual, show us that old manual that you have there. They, they, they even still to this day, those two pictures in the end, they go, is that you? No, no. Is that you? And no, that's, yeah. that's John. No, that's hey, Paul. And, you know. Hey, maybe, maybe there's supposed to be a Paul and John show. <laughs> <laughs> or just John Paul. <laughs> John Paul. <laughs> So people still mix us up. They don't mix us up a little too much now because you you're all shaving off and <laughs> no mustache. So. Yeah. So show us that little. You were showing us your little manual you had when you first trained there. That little uh, uh, three binder. There it is. There it the is. The old or we wow. used to be called biomagnetic touch healing. <laughs> wow. Well, so, this is history here. Hey, John, little, John's bringing in the history. This is my little my little Bible. So whenever <laughs> I, I taught, you know, whenever I taught around the United States, this came with me, and it had like every every piece of paper, every document that we ever had. Wow. You know, it even has all the the newsletters that uh, oh. Jennifer would make. Uh, you know, at the Bio House there in Hawaii way back when. Um, Crazy. You know, has every single newsletter and. Right, and, and we're hoping that Kai, uh, who's going to do Flashback Fridays, starts publishing more. There's some really nice articles in there. What, what's another great memory that you had from the, those days? You, you know, that biohouse thing, people don't know. We had a house in Kailua. We had one in Kaimuki. We had one in Tucson. And, and, and then we created this center here, the song we're going to do at the end, which you helped build. Uh, you know, that you, you've just... You were always the maintenance man, too. There wasn't anything you couldn't figure out, John. If there was a broken thing, you knew how to fix it. That's what I always loved. But you took initiative. That's what I loved about you. You didn't have to tell you to do things. You just saw a need and met it. You know, that's what's awesome about you. I remember that story, Paul. That That's when, uh, when we had the Hawaii Center, and then we opened up the center in Tucson, and Paul would go back and forth between running the two centers and when he went to Tucson, he left the center to me, Jennifer, and Rachel to run. Aww. So we were all in, in our 20s, and we were, uh, was it uh, falling, kicking and screaming, falling, <laughs> making mistakes, <laughs> blowing things up. And uh, But one time when Paul was gone, the, uh, the, the, the faucet in the back room started leaking. And I took the initiative to go to the hardware store, buy the parts, and fix the um, and fix the faucet. And I remember when Paul came back, he was he was so impressed. Uh, he said, "I'm going to leave more often now." <laughs> and it doesn't take much to impress Paul, evidently. <laughs> fix the faucet, and I love you. Yeah. So right. we also wanted to share with all of you uh, that John, in in his ability to create, he's a creator. And yes. he has a, why don't you tell us about what you're doing now in your work? Uh, we have it posted up here, johnmunnophotography.com. Uh, share a little about how you've taken that creative juice to what you're doing now and why. It's the same purpose. 
Yeah, I mean, healing was such a part of my life. I spent 15 years working for the foundation. And then after that, I went off on my own and became a homeopath and a scarologist and herbalist and did that for another, you know, six, seven, eight years. And then I got into a, worked in a holistic um, wellness department at a local health food store and was the manager of that. So, you know, healing just became a part of my life, you know, because I had been so broken. <laughs> I had been so broken, you know, I really did write the book on brokenness. And, and um, you know, and, and then to be able to heal from that brokenness was um, to me just a, a, such a sign of, of life and the power of life and the power of love and the power of spirit and God and whatever you call it. You know, that, that, that just became kind of my, my trumpet call uh, was to help people to rebuild their lives and, and become healthy and whole and happy, you know, happy, healthy and whole. But as time went on, after 25 years in the holistic field, you know, life pushed me in a different direction and it brought me into art and creativity, uh, especially the art as a photographer. I always had a love for nature. And so and part of when I was doing BioTouch, I was always going to hospitals and spending weeks uh, visiting people and working on people and ICU and this and that. And I always walked down these hospital walls and looked at these terrible photos on the wall and said, you got to do better than that. <laughs> so kind of my purpose now has become to bring healing to, to people, the healing powers of nature through photography. So a lot of my work is featured in hospitals all through Connecticut. Um, I have a big installation. My biggest one was at uh, Yukon Hospital, where I have eight patient, eight floors of uh, hospital beds, 150 photos in every single room. And wow. people, I still get like letters from them about how people love it and, and how it brings healing to them and, um, you know, how grateful they are. So that's become a big part of my work is bringing, you know, big pieces of artwork and of nature to all different kinds of medical and healing environments. Wow. I'll tell you, you know, folks. John, uh, when that is such an amazing story because um, beauty, uh, we're, we're here to help. Uh, we're part of the whole planetary web. Uh, humanity is. And the more that, you know, this, I always tie this in with BioTouch, it opens us up to our own beauty and the beauty around us. And when we are, when we become whole, we can really literally step in and be custodians and stewards. And your story reminds me of how you have through your wholeness and your healing and your love uh, sharing that beauty with everybody else. It's just part of the journey, I think. And you're certainly, you know, showing that example yeah. as to the, the whole possibilities, claiming your birthright, you know, happy, healthy, loved, gorgeous. It's, it's a wonderful story. Thank you for sharing that. So you should all check out John Mono Photography. He's got a book that he's uh, printed. You can, uh, he sends it to you, download it. Beautiful pictures. Uh, and and lots of inspiring words too, John. You you have become excellent in your expression of an idea, not only in photography but in your in your verbal expression. And uh, so go to johnmunnaphotography.com, uh, check out his healing work that he's doing now. And John, I just want to tell you, I love you, brother. I am so grateful that we were pushed together 
over 30 years ago, <laughs> about oh. 30 years ago. <laughs> it's been a wonderful journey, Paul, and I thank you for helping me, you know, because I was just a, 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 an angry kid, uh, angry at the world, mad at the world, and, you know, you helped teach me to love the world, and you helped teach me to be a better person, and, you know, a lot of what I've accomplished has been from all the things uh, from uh, you've taught me from our many years of uh, living in the refiner's fire. <laughs> <laughs> refiner's fire. All right. So, wow. again, thank you, John. We're going to play a little song by Horace Barnes, and it's going to be called Down on Pima Street. And that song is about our Pima Street Center here in Tucson that, again, John helped build, create, and run here in Tucson, Arizona. Again, John, thank you. Keep thank on you, John. Thank you all very much. Thank, thank you, you, John. We'll see you all next week. Bye. All around to the sun They come here every day They do a lot of touching And they do it without pain Touching brings. They love.